Before the bloodbath begins, slither your way over to the host's socials. For the podcast, slash over to Twitter at the BHO underscore podcast. Instagram, the Baron's Hideout Podcast. Then stab over to Dean's Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce. Listen to the show on your favorite apps and Patreon. Enjoy the sleigh and try to stay alive. For the next period of time, strap in as the hosts rip and tear at the unsuspecting guests, and which to learn their dark secrets and methods of the genre. In this bloodbath, no one gets out alive. This is within the barrens. your co-host Dean. And today we have something uh, a little bit different. We don't have a big movie star on the show or anything like that, but we do have a big horror community uh, creator, Jeff Whitmire, who does a lot of uh, horror-oriented comedy skits and, and music. He likes to label himself the Weird Al of Horror, which is totally true. Totally, totally true. Um, so today we're just kind of going to shoot the shit with Jeff, get to know him a little bit more and let everybody else kind of know him, go check out his music and everything of the like. So Jeff, thank you uh, for coming on the show and, and chatting with us. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. I am a little bit different, so that's that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not a movie star. It's no. a rock star. We got a rock star. Better. Hell yeah. No, man. no. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate that. I've been listening to the show. Um, you've been covering a lot of my favorites recently, so I, I was uh, I was noticing that, and I was uh, uh, checking out the show. I'm really enjoying it. Love it. Well, thank you for that. Like I really do appreciate it the show has you know come a long way especially since we had the transition of having dean be the new um co-host with me as everybody knows before i had an old one and um now dean kind of came in and uh i think since dean was here since his presence was more than aaron and i love aaron aaron's my best friend in the world but since dean is so rooted in horror just like myself it makes the conversations and everything so much better and being able to bounce off with him and, you know, get him introduced to movies that he wouldn't be able to see over in the UK, like all the Screenbox stuff, which has been absolutely awesome. And Jeff, I know that you've right. been you've been loving Screenbox lately. I mean, you oh, did yeah. Yeah. a song for the Outwaters, mm-hmm. which was really good. <laughs> um, <laughs> what did you make of that fo- uh, movie, Jeff? Uh, I have. I actually love it. And I, I knew when I first saw it because um, I, I got to see it a little bit before it came out as well. Yeah. Um, because of the because of the way things worked with the song and everything, um, so I, I was able I was able to watch it uh, like twice to write the song before it came out, and um, I loved it. But as soon as I watched it, I knew it was going to be uh, polarizing. I knew it was going to divide people, and yeah, sure enough, I started to see it like amongst yeah. um a lot of a lot of my timeline are are diehard horror people. Yeah, um, and I know where they tend to go a lot of times. And right off the bat, I saw the the divide yeah. forming. You know, so. But um, I I loved it. I thought it was cl- really creative. Um, 
I've watched it actually four times and did a, did a live tweet of it. And oh, wow. uh, every cool. time, every time I watch it, I pick up something new on it. Right. And uh, I love it even more. And I think like a lot of people were saying, uh, you know, they talk about in a found footage film, the, the pacing at the beginning and how long it feels it can take. And um, for, I know that I saw that, that same, you know, critique lodged at the outwaters. I love the opening to the outwaters. And I think maybe it's cause maybe it's cause I do get the whole, music side of things and the whole yeah. uh listen listening to your song being mixed and getting ready for a video and uh um mm. uh yeah i love the uh the opening and, and you really started to feel like you were hanging out with some friends there yeah, mm. yeah. very bad things happen to you know <laughs> i know um, we didn't really get around to doing our official review of that um <laughs> just because we've been so well dean really has been super busy with his um conventions and everything so a lot of things we wanted to cover is either on the back burner right now or we might not get to it because of how fast everything else is coming up but yeah i enjoyed that at waters i mean I, I saw it when it was at uh cinema salem when they had um, oh yeah right. tim erickson performed there they had some of the screen box mm -hmm. people over there it was awesome <laughs> seeing it on the big screen with a great yeah, i believe i tweeted sound. that you were a lucky bastard for being able to go to that on yes you did <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Lucky but, bastards going to see it in Salem in yeah. a theater. <laughs> you got to come over here, man. You well. come. You're right. Yeah, yeah. He's with Dam Damien Maffei as well, man. That's what I was like. Yeah. Lucky, lucky bastard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's still crazy. Um, you know, knowing all the people that we have talked to on here, and some of them are actually like sort of close friends now. And Jeff, I know you're definitely going to be one of them. I mean, we kind of know we're talking on and off before on socials and whatnot, but now that we're really going to be solidified as, as friends now. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm really happy about that. Um, so, um, Dean, I know you have a, a bunch of the questions over there for Jeff, you know, this is going to be more of a, an open, you know, kind of conversation. Nothing's going to be super like, um, okay. You know, yeah. um, I guess straight to the point, it's just going to be more open and it's kind of chatting and whatnot, getting everybody to know you, Jeff, um, okay. So, uh, Dean, I'll let you kind of start it off, man. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, I was listening to all the tracks. I thought they were great. Um, I thought they were really funny. Um, I thought some of your lyrics were so cool, like the way you <laughs> word play. They were just, it was really, really clever. Um, what, but like at your actual, because I know you, when you do, when you record the songs and when you write the lyrics and stuff, they're always to other music. So, what is your, what's your actual main kind of musical influence? I'm guessing you're kind of a rock guy. <laughs> like, a lot of the tracks uh, that you it's a little bit of everything. I'm actually, uh, I'm, I, I have, uh, I've always, uh, all my life loved, um, you know, two things music and horror. And um, when it comes to music, yeah, I was raised on, I was actually raised on doo-wop and, uh, oh, wow. uh, you know, acoustic and, and folk and everything like that. And then I was, oh, I really got into musicals at an early age. Um, but yeah, as the 80s went on, synth pop and uh, um, like British synth pop, British new wave is, is a big thing. Yeah, new romantic. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. So like the Cure and and uh, even oh, like yeah. Catch Up Boys, Depeche Mode, things like that um, oh, are huge, huge for me. Yeah. um but yeah definitely definitely rock and um um you know i i get into a lot of the uh, especially the, like the 90s hip-hop and and um r&b so i mean i've always said and even country honestly i mean i do have a country parody coming up soon oh, I um, for that. <laughs> i've always i've always said if i if i like the song i like the song and it's just that that yeah. that's always been it 
So um, it's it's pretty diverse where I go to with my music taste. But I would say I would say like uh, rock definitely is the highest alternative. 90s alternative is big for me. Musicals and that kind of thing. Yeah, right. I try and space it out with the parodies. I never want to. I like to keep people guessing like, oh, what's he going to do next? You know, where's he going to go? What decade? And <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'd like, I'd like to see, like, like to see do a, a metal one, maybe a Pantera. Pantera <laughs> would be quite fun. <laughs> It'd be quite cool. If I, if I could, if I could, if I could pull off the vocals, I would definitely, I would try it. I would, I would, I would try anything once. So. Just, uh, or even like a, shift your voice, like a, um, at, uh, you know, in post. Just pitch shift the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I work with, a, I work with a really good producer who could probably work magic with that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Pitch L- lately, I've been giving him a workout with the way I've been trying to do things. So it's like, uh, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you can figure that out or even like a like a sneery dave mustaine yeah 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 you gotta dye your hair um orange and everything too you gotta go full redhead right you did a really good dexter from offspring i thought that was cool man i appreciate that thanks i love good and he's and he's got a really um he's got quite a unique sounding voice as well isn't he very hard i keep i keep trying that i keep trying the tag offspring in that one because i know i know they're like they they can poke fun so i'm like i always like trying to get the uh artist tagged or something like that uh you know because like weird al reaches out to everyone for permission i tried that for a long time and i'm yeah you know a little guy in the pond so i don't but uh i always want to show people that i'm paying tribute to their music when i do what i do yeah 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 and uh i was yeah. One one thing I was trying to listen out for was um because I was sort of listening to your track and then I was listening to the to the, the the actual artist track and I couldn't quite figure out was you have you recorded all of your own backing tracks or did you, uh, are, you are you using the backing tracks and like the instrumentals from the songs? No, I never do that. Um uh for legal reasons, um, because I am working on an album. I'm working on yeah. an album called Stabby Road. And oh, um, yes. which is my which is my first one. Now I'm at the point now where I've I've actually because of some delays we've had with Stabby Road and and Stabby issues Road, there, and I, yes, that was well, actually uh, uh, yeah. Brilliant. Well, and, and the running joke is because I have enough stuff now, probably for my second album with the, with a new oh, yeah. producer. Um, I should just do a double album called Stabby Road and let it bleed. Yes, um, yeah, I'm all for that. that. <laughs> I'm all for that. Sign so that, me up. That's I want every copy. Because I, I did the count, I, I've done 24, 25 horror songs since I started, mm-hmm. so I've already got like two plus the stuff that people haven't heard yet, which is um, a really kind of a, a big one on the album that's that I love that I really can't wait for people to hear, uh, especially man, horror fans. Man, you um, know, what you need you know, what you need to do for Stabby Road, dude. You need to get on a flyer over to London, <laughs> go, go visit St. Get, John's Wood, and get on, visit, the right. <laughs> get on the get, get on the yeah, get on yeah. the get on the pedestrian crossing there, but dressed in like like <laughs> death or something, you know, or like some horror. <laughs> I, I don't know if he's from there, but uh, Neil Fraser actually did the cover, and he's he's from uh, he's from England too, um, right? So I was like, I was like, I want to uh, kind of thought. He'd hop over there and do it. No, he came up with that really cool picture, though. Um, uh, I just like all I said was, I want four of me in horror stuff in front of the, the screen. And, yeah. what, and he just went crazy with it. He just did, he did right. such a cool job. Um, but yeah, for to put, um, to put songs on an album and sell them, which you know, I like to make a little money back because I course, spend yeah, a lot making them. Um, to legally sell a parody, it's not illegal to do a parody, but to legally sell it your backing track has to be an original track. So mm-hmm. you have to have a musician right. um, pay for the, to actually make it. So most of the tracks that, um, a lot of the tracks, especially on my YouTube channel are like that. 
Um, now yeah. I will do if I if I'm in the middle and I'm just like I have an idea and I really want to get this out. I'll go to like a karaoke site and I'll oh, pick okay. the karaoke version um, where you can pay like three bucks or whatever and you can get the karaoke version. I always say I'm going to mix it myself. I rarely ever do because then I start to go into panic mode and I'll I'll reach out to Mike, my producer. And I'll be like, can you mix this? <laughs> Even though we know we can't put it on an album this way. But um, yeah. I know he'll, he'll mix like um, um, was the last one we did. Like don't fall asleep uh, is one that was done on a karaoke track and I was just going to put it out. I was like, no, nah, I'm not getting, I'm not getting the radio head. So I sent yeah. it to him and he mixed it, but yeah, we can't put that version on an album. Um, right. But yeah, for, for the album versions and everything, I do have um, musicians uh, two primary that yeah. do all the backing music. They're, they're all, they're all live tracks. The outwaters. Um, that one was, oh my God. We, we knew we had to shorten it because I wanted to do it as a trailer. Yeah. Um, so, because when I talked to Screenbox, they said they're gonna put it put it on their um, Twitter. So we had the two twenty constraint. We we're gonna do it as a, as a song. I didn't know I couldn't do the whole song. So I reached out to Mike and I said, well, "I know I want to do Blackwater. Let's shorten it. So let's take this part, this part, and we need to do the ending." And uh, so I said, "Could you mix? Could you do a track where that's all blended?" And he came back a few days later with that track. I was like, "That is that is incredible. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. And yeah. I I love the creativity you put into everything. Because you you do the song, you, you have the music video that goes with it. You always do like movie clips from the movies that you're doing. Yeah. Um, like mm, Bob, I that song makes me <laughs> I cry laughing at that one, especially if I'm watching the the video along with it. I'm like, this is so good. Like I, every, I was doing, I was editing the video, and I said people are either going to absolutely love me or they're going to hate me for this. <laughs> oh, it was so funny, so funny, and it's so catchy too. Like. You don't think, oh, I'm going to go listen to uh, a horror parody song of a movie and it be catchy. No, right. they're all super catchy. Like, these are all radio hits. These could be on the radio <laughs> and people being like, wow, this is really good. What is this? You know, and I, I love I that. Always try, I always try and go with the earwormiest song I can think of and how I can blend that in a way that um, you would never think they did. Like Brundlefly and Butterfly uh, by uh, Crazy Town. Like, I just like taking ideas like that that you would never expect and, and doing it but mbop and then uh mbop was a big one i i think the idea popped into my head one weekend uh, like on a saturday morning or something i said there's no way i could do this there's no way i'm gonna i'm gonna make this a song and by sunday night i had it written and recorded it <laughs> oh wow so you, you... So I, said if, if, I said if i can't get this out of my head i'm gonna share it with the class you know <laughs> does it usually take you a while to to get like your lyrics and stuff together or does it usually come together like really really fast once you have that idea um if i'm not Sometimes I'll get suggestion uh, suggestions or I'll get uh, a request and they could take a little bit longer because I'm trying to maybe squeeze something into it a little differently. Um, but a lot of times if the idea just comes to me, it doesn't take long. So if I'm driving and I hear um, I hear a creep by Radiohead and off the right off the bat, I think don't, don't fall asleep. Yeah. Like a, a lyric like that doesn't take me long because I usually know um, I'm such a Nightmare on Elm Street fan. So I didn't have to do a lot of research on that one or um because a lot of times i'll sit down with the movie or movies before i write to kind of get that influence and, and remember little bits and pieces that uh hint but like a song like don't fall asleep where it's just i i heard the creep song and i knew what i wanted to do with it you know a lot of times those might take me like a day and then i'll come back a day later or day two, two days later and i'll i'll revisit it i'll be like okay i can clean this up a little bit make this funnier and all right, uh, all right. and just try yeah, just try I'll... and clean it up a little bit yeah, that's. What I was going to ask like how you um, how you pick 
which song you want <laughs> kind of which particular movie whatever's like, playing uh, on the radio at the time it's like the with the word play as well like cenobite <laughs> kryptonite you know it's so good it's so good cenobite is a is a weird one because um and that's the one a lot of people pick and and uh cenobite took us two days to do oh, which wow. is not typical it is not typical i uh uh i Oh, I don't even know if I was thinking Hellraiser at that time, but I I heard Kryptonite on the radio and I was like, oh, Cenobite, that's it, that's that, that's the song, and I wrote I think those lyrics in about two or three hours, and I sent wow. it to Mike. I'm like, dude, dude, you're not gonna believe what this. And I'm like, he's like, he's like, I know this song, I can play it. That's an original track too. And a day yeah. later, he had the track. So wow. I think we pulled that whole song together in a weekend and the video. Dude, <laughs> like you it's are a, it just. It just flew that one, but that that I think was a rarity to to go that fast. But I think we knew what we wanted to do, and we just uh, we ran with it. Well, you can you can definitely um, feel the passion too, you know. So hell yeah, man, hell yeah. Go ahead, Dean. Mid, mid, midsummer nights as well. <laughs> I was like, oh, as soon as I put it on, and I heard that, dude, I was like, yeah. Uh, I still want to do an actual video for that one. I think we were kind of rushed uh, towards the end, and and so uh, Christine, who's one of the the people that sing she was on mbop and and cujo um and uh um you know i think we wanted to get it out so we didn't actually end up doing it because we're, we, don't, we don't live near each other so we, we put that out but that one that's one where i just the, the idea of um and that actually the i think that the first person to toss that one out was not my uh i had a different song planned for midsummer which one day yeah. i might revisit it would have been do insane it, do, to do, do like it. um I, I had lyrics uh, for it, and I still probably have them written down somewhere, but it would have been a weird pick. Well, you should do and is my like, per- if you have an idea like that, some people do like a night and day type version, so you should do that one and then do like right. a, 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 a night version yeah. of it, you know what I mean? That'd be cool. I've never ruled it out. I don't I don't think I doubled up too many jokes either, so I could probably do that. Do but it. I think it was uh, my producer's girlfriend at the time was the one that just kind of, we were like chatting. And she just went, oh, Midsummer Night, Summer Nights. And I was like, whoa, that's brilliant. A duet. It's boppy. <laughs> it's like it's everything that the movie isn't. I love that. I said, oh, and I uh, went, I said, actually, for a while, I love that song so much. The title of the album was going to be Midsummer Nights because I just really uh, loved everything about that. But yeah, that one, um, that one was really fun to do. Yeah. To make it like so dark and play because I mean the, the movie's really about a yeah a relationship and the, mm-hmm. the back and forth so that one that one was fun yeah yeah and if I love do, the movie a lot so if you do do a video and you do end up getting Florence Pugh to come and star in it please let me come along uh, <laughs> if, if that were to happen I think that would that would be the epitome right there. <laughs> that would be cool. you've reached peak i think she's another one we've tagged in her i think we've tagged florence a few times and like can you please notice us yeah 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 well we gotta oh, let geez. we need this to happen so anybody who is listening make sure you're going to tag all of jeff's songs with the corresponding <laughs> bands or actors or anything within those movies we, we need his stuff to be reached and be featured in like if they release a new DVD for right. your video to be part of a special feature, <laughs> that would be hilarious. And I always, I'm always worried about that. I like, I never want to go overboard with it. And, and lately when I've been reposting songs, I've been trying not to tag um, anybody, but I will say that's been one of the highlights. And that's, yeah. the reason I do what I do is um, I wasn't always doing the hard stuff. I started doing other nerd type things. I did a couple live shows, um, was picked up and, and was doing music 
for the Thump, which is the Funny Music Project. And so my first album, I actually have an album out uh, called Deep Fried Superhero, has tracks about superhero. There actually is one horror song on there, but superheroes and uh, Stranger Things is in there. Um, songs about like going to Walmart. Oh, hell so yeah. So a little more of a standard like comedy type album. Songs about Fortnite, um, Atari. Um, <clears throat> so when I, I was uh, when the pandemic really hit in 2020, um, I was ready to give up doing music because by June of that year, you know, I'm like, I'm spending money that I'm not really making back. Yeah. And I, even though I love doing it, you know, it's it's sleepless nights. It's uh, uh, a lot of time. I'm like, this this isn't worth it now without the world's where it is. And everybody's, you know, um, really struggling. And um, and then I, at the end of July, they dropped this little movie on Shutter called Host. Uh, uh this little uh, British movie uh, yeah. that was filmed mm-hmm. entirely in the pandemic. And uh, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, and I loved it. I love host a lot. Yeah, and I said, if, I said, I said, if they can do this um, in the pandemic, then what the hell's my excuse? And uh, uh, that was the first real horror song I wrote because after having like maybe not written anything in seven, eight months or something like that, except for a silly little COVID song. I wrote, I, I was, we were also watching Hamilton at the time and I wrote uh, the zoom where it happened. Um, and I reached out to like everybody I knew and I got like 17 people in there, including Salem Baxter from the movie. That's awesome. Um, agreed to come on and, and do vocals and then eventually to do the video and, uh, like the director, Rob, Rob Savage and, and Jed Shepard and people were commenting on it. And I think that's where I really changed my course a lot because, I realized right. that my reason for doing this could just be to make horror fans happy yeah. and uh, to to share my love of, of music and horror. And uh, so I, I will say that's been the best part is when is when you know, like and then like the one BR team, the, the, the producer of the movie one BR was like, OK, well, where's our song? And <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, so I guess I guess I better write one. So I did a one BR song. <laughs> and, that's uh, awesome. So that's been that's been to me the cool part is when like, you know, the movie people and, and the cast and crew, Jeffrey Reddick, who wrote Final Destination um, and Tony Todd, like the Final Destination song. So it's, uh, you know, that's as a, as a horror, as a horror nerd, that's been that's been the best part for me. I think. Yeah. You should reach out. I did an interview once with um, Nicholas Vince, who plays uh, <laughs> the Chatterer Cenobite. Uh, and I also did an interview with Simon Bamford, who plays Butterball Cenobite. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're, they're both on uh, Facebook. You should reach out to those guys, man. They always hit you back. They, they'd yeah. love to hear Cenobite, I'm sure. I should. I should, actually, because I reference I reference Butterball by name in that song, too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they, they always reach back out on Facebook. So <laughs> yeah. You should definitely send them that. They, they'd, they'd, I think they'd find that funny. They're really, really, really nice guys. Really nice guys. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, you... uh, I think I think I uh, tagged uh, Ashley and Ashley Lawrence in it, but I'm not sure who else I would have. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, sh- I should. Yeah. Oh, do yeah. you um do you play any of do you play any instruments or like and if so, how many do you, can you play like different instruments or have you got kind of one? <laughs> or is it, uh, or is it, yeah, I got I got my 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 buddies up there. All right, oh, nice. Uh, um, <laughs> but um, I mean, not good enough to um to make the tracks that I need to make. But I, I do play in some of my songs. Actually, some of my original songs that are on my YouTube channel are me just playing guitar, and then um. One of the horror songs that that's an original love love theme from Friday the Thirteenth, which is an original song. Um, that one I just played guitar on, but um, cool. so I, I play a little bit. I'll play like like and uh, and I do have a plans for an original album later this year. That the that was always as soon as Stabby Road's done. I want to work on the originals. Um, I'm gonna play on that one more. 
awesome than I have been. Speaking of guitar, uh, Dean, <clears throat> you should talk to Jeff. You should get some of your guitar on his tracks, man. Like you, you, you oh yeah, you've been I'm in, looking, uh, yeah. in the music uh, <laughs> yeah. scene for a while, dude. Dean's been played in and actually a lot of stuff over in the yeah. UK. Uh, yeah, I've been in the music scene for a long time, man. Yeah, we did. Um, I played at Hyde Park once, supporting a big band. Oh, called nice! Called yeah. Libertines. Yeah. Um, I've uh, recorded a, a record produced by a guy called Youth from Killing Joke. Um, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's done like a, like a lot of McCartney stuff. But yeah, man, I've been on the scene over here for years and years and years. Like mainly the kind of rock scene. But um, but yeah, man. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. That yeah, I do really like, cool. Like, you know, I, yeah. haven't, I haven't recorded anything in so long, man. I started doing some recording during the pandemic myself actually i just i just never got i work on so much other stuff like i just never got the songs over the line uh, i get them to a stage where i'm like you know when you really start picking everything apart and you you listen to it so many oh, times yeah. mm-hmm. you really start, <laughs> yeah you really start hating it <laughs> and then you're like and then but then you, you sort of don't listen to it for a while and you come back to it and you go actually no, this is good you should finish it yeah and then you listen it you listen to it on various different stereo systems and, and you're like oh the fucking bass needs to come up the drums need to go oh man i'm so i just never end up getting anything over the line or i'll get stuff to a stage mm-hmm. where all the music's done all the arrangements done it just needs vocals and then i record the vocals and I'm like they sound terrible so then i'll just put them <laughs> back to bed again and that's just you know i'm, I'm really bad at that but it, do... it goes it goes in waves when how you feel about your own stuff because nobody nitpicks yeah. a project exactly. more than the person that made it oh yeah know? man it's, it's the truth like i said, I said I, i've been known um and and anyone that works like produces my music will tell you i've been known to like dwell over a note if there's like, one note that doesn't sound yeah. right i will lose sleep over it come back we got to re-record that so i i get it yeah. yeah 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 i'm the same with vocal takes and stuff like i'll, I'll listen oh, there'll be one little bit and i'm like oh that bit just doesn't sound right but mm-hmm. i know if i go back and do it it's gonna just not gonna sound right with the rest of the track and i don't yeah. know yeah i was <laughs> I, exactly I the same way wrap it and start again you know <laughs> yeah when i was younger and i was in bands um because i'm a drummer and i, I know a little mm-hmm. bit of, of guitar like i still drum i have my electric kit actually right over there that i that i play on every now and then when i have free time so yeah, I I know all about the nitpicking thing of, of being like, oh, this beat just does not sound good. Go back and record it, and everybody's in the in the uh, studio. Be like you're you're racking up studio time here. That's like another hundred dollars because you want to go over there and rewrite this one little beat. So yeah, I've I've been there and done that. But um, your end products, Jeff, are phenomenal, phenomenal, and I I want this album. I want to own every <laughs> copy I can. Um, are you? planning to have any kind of uh, physical releases for is it all going to be oh, yes. um, digital yes i'm i love physical release so um uh yeah there's definitely going to be uh there there was planned because it was a kickstarter um and we definitely oh, really? planned have, for is it yeah. still up or oh no no this is and this is always the part that i hated about the kickstarter because things happen life happened like yeah we talked about i actually did the kickstarter at the end of 2021 Oh. And I was hoping the album would be out in 2022. And I kept saying, and I kept updating, all right, let's go for Halloween. That would be perfect for this. Um, but when you're working isolated with so many different yeah. factors and, and things happen, I had a pretty real uh, crazy life situation happen at the beginning of 2022 um, that, that kind of threw everything off. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a while ago, but, um, but one of the, um, and like I said, we're, we're actually down to two songs right now. So hopefully soon um right. but uh uh i was no, not hopefully it'll definitely be soon i shouldn't say hopefully it'll definitely be soon. <laughs> um but uh so yeah one of the one of the things was that i definitely factored in um 
physical copies because I want there to be physical. I, I love being able to, you know, be it go to if I go to a, a show or something like that, like hey, here's take this. <laughs> so, oh yeah. If there's Love splattered uh, vinyl for Stabby Road. Yeah, right? I was gonna say if you have a chance to get like a vinyl release, I mean that's that's gonna be hard. That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, but that's I think like yeah. There was a lot of bands saying that there. I think it was like at the end of last year that there was a shortage on on vinyl pressings because of how many <laughs> people have been buying vinyls and you know getting requests for them. So they've been on back order, but mm-hmm. if you have a chance to do that. I will back it right now, like right now. Not even kidding. Okay. <laughs> I, I will. I, I will that. look into it. I don't think I priced vinyl. I don't know if it's. I would imagine it's probably a little more than, uh, you know, getting a CD pressing. But I'll, I'll look into that. I'll check. Oh, or if yeah. we, or if we ease into, um, like I said, if I end up having to do a double with Let It Bleed, because, uh, because of the delays that happened last year. What What's kind of funny is, um, uh, I don't tell the story too much, but I had a track list for Stabby Road that was all the way back in 2021. Um, that was on the Kickstarter beginning of 2022. This is the track list. Um, and then delays happened. Yeah. Songs that were not on that track list. Uh, Cujo, Reanimated, Cenobite, uh, Demogorgon, um, uh, Outwaters. Like pretty much most of what I released last year was just me fiddling and not, you know. So now I have songs that were playing for Stabby Road and then all this other stuff that came out last year. Um, so, yeah, I really feel like people keep joking. And it makes sense. I probably should just do a double at this point. You should. Because I, I, I have the material for it so why hell not yeah. um oh yeah but i love stabby road man i love that it is <laughs> so it's good. so good uh <laughs> i don't know if like i i if i can mention another podcast horror podcast yeah, in the show but there's that uh uh the civil gore guys are good friends of mine they actually were on my very first song um and have been just big supporters from day one um uh they they shoot me ids all the time like I, the running joke is i don't even want to look at my dm sometimes because they always come up with other you should do a song about this to this you should like they're so good at coming up with ideas but i think it was one of them that finally just one day said um stabby road and i said that's perfect that's absolutely perfect they yeah. should start writing a songs um, for you if they want them done so uh so badly you should be like yeah you want to write yeah, the material yeah then come on right. guys yeah yeah, yeah, I'll credit you. I'll credit you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, I always like the I, I do get suggestions and DMs a lot. I'll get a random like, hey, you should do this or this. And uh, um there's definitely um some of those ideas have come to fruition and some are on the back burner, definitely. I think what would be crazy is if you did get Weird Al's like attention for being the Weird Al of horror. And you guys like went on tour together. That he's, would be he's been tagged. So he's, he's, bit, he's been tagged. I actually just saw him live back in August. But um, oh nice. He's been tagged. The one time I got his attention uh, was when I actually did a parody to one of his songs. <laughs> but that was before. <laughs> that was before the. It was actually um, my favorite Weird Al song is uh, "Biggest Ball of Twine" in Sarasota or "Big Biggest Ball of Twine" in Minnesota. Oh okay, yeah. And I, and I did a song called "Tickets for Weird Al in Sarasota." which is about a faded road trip across country to go see Weird Al in concert in Sarasota, Florida. And um I and 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 it ends with saving everyone from a giant hamster. Um and I managed to squeeze in like 55 I wrote it with my friend Ian. We squeezed in like 55 song references to Weird Al. Wow. If you listen. And I posted it on Weird Al's birthday and he retweeted it. Oh man. So that was the, come on, weird Al. <laughs> and I was like, that's the that's the only interaction I've had. He's I've never actually said, like, did you did you like it though? Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> or anything. But you know, and that's that's just how Twitter works sometimes. But um I'm definitely the I'm definitely the person that I, I'd love to hear what he thought of it or what he thinks of 
other things that I do. Definitely. Yeah. He's, a, he's, he's a hero of mine. He's an yeah, owl. I grew up listening <laughs> to Weird Al. Um, my stepfather is a huge Weird Al fan. We went to go see him. I think it was right before the pandemic. I think it was over here in Boston. He played and it was really, really good. It was a weird show though, because I remember uh, he was on for about an hour. He didn't have any opening bands. I don't think. And then it just, in the middle of a set, it seemed like it just stopped. So I was really confused. Like, I don't know if there was something that like happened or what, cause he didn't even say, Oh, this is the last song or anything like that. And it kind of just stopped. And I was like, what, what just happened? But it was a great, great show. And yeah, I, that's I weird. love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah cause unusual. we both looked at each other and we're like, what just happened? It seemed like it just stopped. It was like, I feel like there was yeah, like another he does few some more songs. weird things at the end of the show, but I mean, you know, when the show's over, like he'll do yeah. like the, yeah so yeah. that's weird for it to just to stop like that yeah i don't know if there was something going on for that show or whatnot yeah, but right. it was a great time regardless and i love listening to weird al and now mm-hmm. i love listening to you like uh, i have all of your songs in youtube playlist right now so i can i can watch all the videos and whatnot <laughs> especially if i don't want to do anything i just want to relax or if i'm cleaning or something i have you on in the background just because it's so funny uh, I even had your songs playing at work today, and everybody's like, "What the hell is this?" So I was like, "Oh, it's the weird." Am I, am, I, am I safe for work though? I don't know if I'm safe. For oh work. yeah, no, where I'm at, trust me, it's just us that are listening to it, so it's yeah, fine. Yeah. And uh, a lot of it's, people I work with are horror fans too, so they love it. Oh, so cool. they're yeah, being introduced. Yeah. It's awesome. It, it's funny because I rarely, uh, I, I'm not, I don't, I, I have, um, I have five kids, so I don't usually swear, um, on on my day to day, but when I get into the song mode and i just want to kind of sell that so it's fun my kids have listened to my songs and they're like daddy (laughs) (laughs) that's funny i can't believe you just said that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i have uh i have a son who's five years old and um i actually had him listening to some of your stuff he loves it he was laughing he was dancing i was like yeah this is great this is great so it's awesome my kids love halloween road that's their favorite my four-year-old will walk around singing halloween road (laughs) (laughs) oh man (laughs) <laughs> Dean, I don't know if you have uh, any other uh, questions you want to throw to Jeff. I know you have a list over there. Yeah, man. <clears throat> so um, which of the parody songs that you've done, like, um, have you had the most fun with? What one you, from, like, beginning to end have you kind of thought, yeah, that's that's my masterpiece, man? Or, oh, even, what, what, that's, what have you had the most fun almost, with? Like? That's almost up there with asking me to name my favorite. Oh, that's <laughs> that's, <tricky. laughs> that's always a tricky one. Um, the most fun, though, to do... Uh, I definitely really had a blast doing the big ones, which I, I will do in small doses, but uh, like Zoom where it happened and uh, walkies for Cujo that have several people all working together and bouncing right. off each other. I definitely I, I love doing and they were both uh, they're both based off uh, Lin-Manuel songs. It destroys that. Um, <laughs> uh, but those are fun to do, too. It's just a, and then Final Girl is another one that was had a lot yeah. of people in it. Um, those are fun to do. Uh, I definitely had a blast doing all them. I would say though, the other one that just was, uh, it was quick, but fun with Cenobite it was just so such a fun process because we knew we had something, I think. And, uh, yeah. um, that was a big one, but also, um, um, I'm a big fan of the last drive-in. Oh and yeah. So, yeah. I love, I love drive-in. I've done two songs for the last drive-in that were both yeah. original songs. Hey, Joe, Bob, and, uh, all hail the male girl queen. And I think uh, doing those two songs were fun for me because they were my babies. They were actually original melodies. Yeah. Um, with Hey Joe Bob, it was a lot of my music with uh, 
um, with Mail Girl, um, I had a basic idea on mind for a melody, and Mike just took it and ran with it with uh, the electronic electrics and everything. Yeah. Um, but doing those, I think, were a lot of fun for me because they were original songs too. Oh, yeah. And getting everyone involved and been part of the video. And did you get any um, nods from any nods from Joe Bob? Oh yes, I've actually I actually sang that uh, that song to him live. No way! Wow. No, that's my that's my badass moment in life. That's yeah. Um, that that's an accomplishment uh, right there, man. Yeah, yeah, there's a video I occasionally drop online, but I, I actually met uh, Joe Bob and Darcy at a con, and they knew of the song. I, I've, I've wow, that's cool. Uh, they've they've been big supporters from the beginning, um, especially after Hey Joe Bob. And, uh, and in fact, I went to the Jamboree uh, first, and I, I'd always said I was going to serenade him. And I got up to the table with Darcy and Joe Bob, and I froze. And even Darcy actually said, she's like, weren't you going to serenade? And I was like, it's uh, really loud in here, Darcy. And, <laughs> too much going on. <laughs> and then on. I was in my, there's just so much going on. And uh, I panicked. I chickened out. And I was yeah. in my car on the way home, and uh, I was like, kicking myself. <laughs> next yeah. time, next time you get a chance. So I went to Monster Mania. Uh, a few months later and they were there again and i sang hey joe bob to him and awesome. uh he just got this big smile on his face and and darcy gave oh. me a hug and said you rocked and uh that was that was definitely one of my um happiest moments oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah that's awesome i'd love to meet those guys man i'm a huge fan of yeah those guys. oh they're so yeah darcy, darcy actually i know she really appreciated uh all hail the male girl queen uh, she was she was retweeting it and she said oh, that's that sweet. we made her this up. Yeah, that's good to know that they're really cool as well. They, they're not they're not as big over here in, in the UK as as they are in America. But I mean, I discovered them through Shudder. Yeah, um, and, yeah, yeah. I'm hooked on these shows. Unfortunately, though, when they play the show, the Joe Bob shows over here, we only get just Joe Bob. We don't get the movies along with it. Oh, oh yeah, because of all the rights issues and stuff. And stuff. Yeah, well, I know. Like, I know. Friends in the UK try and stay up to do the live tweets on Fridays, but it. Yeah. starts at like two in the morning there or three in the morning yeah, yeah. like beginning and i know that's not easy either yeah. so yeah it sucks man they never used to they, they i think the first couple of sh uh, seasons or, or there was a, i don't know how there's probably loads of seasons but there's oh, a, there a, a couple now, yeah there, short, yeah there was a couple where they did have the movies and um and yeah i used to love it because you'd get some of the guests on wouldn't he and then you know they'd sort of have a, like an interlude mm -hmm. halfway through and, gotta love regional um, locked copyright They've stopped doing that now, but that's yeah, that's so right. badass that you got to serenade him, man. That's very cool. I'm mm -hmm. hoping to meet him one day as well. He's a he's a he's a cool dude. It's one of those times where I would say meet your heroes because uh, he is as cool as you would expect. Yeah, yeah I've, I've got I've gotten to meet him twice, and um, you know, and he's so laid back, and he just he wants to talk to everybody. And yeah, um, if there's a line when they're supposed to shut down, whatever they're supposed to shut down, he will make sure he gets through that line. Yeah, uh, he's just a, such a cool guy. And Darcy is, is is amazing. Yeah, I was really gutted because um I almost made it to was it last year's Jamboree? I think I just I missed the mark. Um I think I was just about to buy my ticket and then I it was either a work thing that came up or I had had something going on with my family. I don't remember what, but I was I was so gutted. I was like, I'm finally gonna make it this year. So I'm I'm keeping my eye out for whenever there's an announcement because he actually came with his um um the the tour that he does the the redneck tour he actually came to mm -hmm. my city yeah. and when I went to go buy the ticket it, it was like the day of and it sold out immediately I was like are you kidding mm -hmm. me right oh my god I was like there's there's no way there's no way this is happening again mm -hmm. <laughs> it's nuts for how big it's they are you know crazy how big they are you know yeah oh yeah 
Uh, going to be in Vegas. Vegas this year. They're getting farther away from us. So, yeah, but, they are. They are, unfortunately. But they'll, but they'll be I back. know a lot of people that are making that. They will. Yeah, that's actually why. Because they were at the Mahoning, which is an hour away from me the first time. Yeah. And I wasn't I wasn't even going to be able to make that one just because of some things. And then someone said, hey, I got a ticket for you. And I was able to run out there on Sunday and hang out all day Sunday, which was awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Dean, you got uh, anything else on your, on your list over there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um uh how long have you been a horror fan? have you been like a lifelong horror fan oh yes <laughs> and um oh, yeah, i know man. this is i know this yeah. is one of those questions that's always really hard to answer for me but uh what's your favorite horror movie no i can answer both those um <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually i've been a, a horror fan for 46 years my whole life as the as, as early as i can remember seeing a horror movie i should say which was i believe halloween i i always say that's my first one i i saw halloween young and wow. uh, 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 like six or seven, I think. And Jaws was uh, definitely one of the. Oh ones yeah, too. Jaws that fucked me and up I, as a kid. I, well, <laughs> and I'm known for being a shark guy. Like I love the shark movies. The crazier, the better. You know. Yeah. Every Sharknado, House Shark, Ghost Shark, uh, <laughs> oh, Five Headed yeah. Shark attack. I love shark movies too, with a passion. Um, keep them coming. The Meg, the Meg Two. I, I'm ready. Yeah, um, I love shark movies. I've but, got one here called Shark Exorcist. I haven't watched it yet, though. Oh yes. Well, oh, nice. Shark Exorcist is, that uh, is. <laughs> that's a that's well, it's uh, it's it's interesting. <laughs> I always love that response. There's another one that I know because I, I I'm this I love really like really kind of tacky shark movies as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking, uh, I, I, there's one called Sharkenstein, and there's one called oh, yeah. Shark. Shark Hula. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, yeah, I've seen I, those. Yeah, well, Jeff, the, the Jeff Kirkendall, who's in a lot. They're from the Polonia Brothers. Do them, and uh, right, I need to see them, man. Yeah. I, we, I, I can't. I, I can't find anywhere to to get them over here, and we have to. They don't have them on Tubi there. We don't. I don't. I haven't got no. Tubi. No. Okay. I, have to, I, I think I have to import them from the states, but right. yeah, I need. I need to see those, man. Shark Hula. Okay. Yeah, they're 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 good, actually. Uh, the guy Jeff Kirkendall, that's in a lot of them. He's also very. Uh, uh, he loves talking to fans on on Twitter and everything. Um, but yeah, definitely check those out. Um, but uh, so they're uh, a lot and, of fun. But yeah, my, what's your favorite movie? Train to Busan. Train to Busan is my favorite horror movie. Oh, Which one? Uh, that one? Train Train to Busan is my favorite horror movie. Oh, Train of, to of all time. Yeah, Train yes, to Busan. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of all time, it was it was twenty eight days later for a long time. Um, until train movie. until train to Basan came out and uh, just kind of took that took it that one step up for me. But yeah, yeah it's uh, that's an interesting pick, man. That yeah, fucked that, me up, man. That fucked that me movie up. gets a lot of love. That's why. That's why people always say, "Why do you like it? Look at the ending." And I'm like, "That's why I like it because yeah. it does it does everything it sets out to do, and it's not easy, but it's to me a perfect zombie movie. It's it's intense. It's scary. Um, they set up the characters so well just to get those gut punches ready to go. And then once they start hitting and they don't let up. And uh, to me, that's just, that's the perfect movie for me. Yeah. And of course us Americans over here are remaking it. Why? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) We'll just leave it be. We don't need to remake everything. (laughs) I will say I'm intrigued by the director choice though. Yeah. This. Who have they got to direct it? Uh, I, I, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going to butcher the name, but Tiho, uh, uh, Tijo, he's a. I uh, believe he's Taiwanese or Indonesian. Yeah, yeah. Indonesian director. He did the Safe Haven segment of VHS two. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I saw the devil. Yeah, I saw the devil. Um, 
So he's he's he did the uh, he also did the cyborg section of VHS ninety four. Oh, that's right. Okay. That's um, right. But he he's oh he's he's definitely a visionary. So I'm I'm curious to see what he does. Yeah, I mean, okay. interesting. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe it'll be better. I doubt it. I'm um, usually remakes oh, over here. It's <laughs> that's like, a high bar. <laughs> it's like when um yeah. Better's a high bar. When people are discussing like <laughs> Martyrs, for example, everybody says, oh, there's an American yeah. remake of Martyrs. Don't watch it. It's awful. Yeah. Absolutely I'll awful. You, <laughs> I'll tell you one in a similar kind of vein that I watched that was a wreck. Yeah, the Spanish movie Wreck. And oh, I yeah. Quite, yeah. Oh, okay. Actually, yep. actually and quarantine, quarantine, I thought was good. Yeah, Quarantine. Yeah, was I, I enjoyed remake. that. I, I thought that was a really, really good remake. In fact, I think I actually probably preferred that to Wreck. And that I'd argue, Wreck I argue, I argue the Ring too. The Ring and Ringu are. Yeah, yeah those exactly. those are strong yeah, examples of okay ones. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that have so, so, transition. So maybe well. they'll, yeah, maybe they'll do a turn on it like that. Maybe, but um, yeah, but yeah, like a lot of the time you just think, yeah, leave it alone, man. I'm right. still waiting um, for someone to remake Labyrinth from the '80s, man, and that is a movie that doesn't really. <laughs> that is a movie wow. that does not need to be remade like that. You cannot. That's I, I just I love that movie so that's much. That's such a such a good movie. Yeah. You know what's going to happen, Dean? Is that they're going to reach out to you and say, "Hey, we have a script for the Labyrinth remake. <laughs> we heard they've been talking about it a lot. Do you want to direct it?" <laughs> we will give you fifty billion dollars to direct. Oh, well, now we're talking. You know, that's slightly different. It's like yes, we're just going to superimpose the actual old movie on top of a new background. I'll go and just dig movie. David Bowie up. I'll go and dig up David Bowie and see if we can resurrect it. Right, that's yeah, that's the one thing. You know, if they remade it, man, no Bowie. <laughs> no, right, right, right. Yeah. Just no, and they'd probably get someone like I don't know, like uh, like Jay Z, like Bowie's part, or Bill Skarsgård. <laughs> we'll, we'll have Bill Skarsgård. Hey, hey, see now that I'd watch. Oh really? Because <laughs> I love I love me some Bill Skarsgård. Come yeah, on, <laughs> I, I, I like him too. But the the new um, Crow remake that's happening right now, I'm not sure. I'm gonna watch uh, you, it. You're not sure about that? Yeah. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna watch I mean, it as a horror fan. I have to, and as a lover of the original, I ha- I have to watch it. And Dean, we're gonna have to review it. Yeah. But I just don't know if they're gonna be able to capture the same magic i mean the yeah brandon lee yeah that, i mean like i said like i said i love nightmare. him as pennywise i think he's a fantastic Same. pennywise Same. yeah um, and i loved him in in um barbarian um so i yeah i'm definitely a fan of his so i but yeah i yeah. I, I can see what you're saying yeah so that. that's a, a bit that's iffy but tricky. who knows you know yeah, any, yeah. anything is possible hey it might be better than the original but i just don't think it's possible i i just i really don't I don't unless they they do all the things that the original they were trying to do like add more of the comics in there with the other characters sure. that never made yeah. it if they start doing that and keep it like almost exactly like the comic then maybe um maybe it will be better in that sense because they incorporated more uh, of the right. stuff that they were trying to in the original but who knows? I know it's virtually impossible to do but whenever I watch a remake or sequel I try not at least in my initial viewing, I I always say to myself, don't compare, oh, don't compare. Hard. Yeah, it, but it is hard. Yes, I'm it's always like, like reading a book and then watch... go and watch the movie version. You Absolutely, know? it is, it is, and it's tough. But I, I I I know I mentally do train myself to try and be like, all right, let's watch this as if you don't know anything else, yeah. and then we can go back and compare if we need to. But it's tough. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think someone asked today, like, what's what's one sequel or one remake that you think is better mm-hmm. than the original? Um, and as much as I I love the original for me it's invasion of the body snatchers the 78 version oh okay. with uh with donald sutherland like to me that's like 
one remake, but I have trouble not comparing it to the original because I, I just think it's stellar. But if I had to go down that, um, that can answer <laughs> that question as well. I think it would have to be one of the big two. Well, I was going to say the My Bloody Valentine remake. Okay, that All right. one just because <laughs> it flipped things and made it fresh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I really liked about it. Um, Usually it's the thing or the fly. That's the big Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, lo- I love those ones. Don't get Which, me wrong. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. them. Um, but I don't know. I always go towards the My Bloody Valentine. And now that I think Shudder just added that not that long ago, I rewatched it again. Was it? Oh, it was the new one, right? It yeah, was it was the remake yeah. one. And, right. I, and I watched it again. I was like, wow, I remember how much I love this because of this, how much they flip mm-hmm. and they divert your expectations and what you think, Oh, this is what happened right. in the original. It's going to happen again. And then it doesn't. And you're like, well, okay then. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's definitely one of mine. Do you have one, Dean? Do you have a, a favorite remake? Would you, you call the blob a remake? Yeah. yeah. The eighties version. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'd say I'd probably say that mm-hmm. we covered that on your on your podcast. We we did, and I'd never seen it. That was one that said mm-hmm. I was we actually pulled. I did a section on my old podcast that was um, called "Oh my God, I can't believe you haven't seen that." And <laughs> yeah. I, I was the title of the section, and that got picked for me because my friend Dan picked mm-hmm. it out. And he was like, uh, "Have you seen the, the Blob, the the remake, uh, the Blob?" I was like, "No." He's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> another film. one that I think puts a good. It's like you were saying, puts a spin on it. It puts yeah. a new spin on the original, which is good. Yeah, yeah, I like the Blob remake. It's a lot darker, a lot darker. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <sighs> it is great, man. And the effects are amazing really too. Good yeah. Oh yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, I was also quite a big fan. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I prefer it to the original, but I did really like the remake of the Evil Dead. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't I, really I, a well, remake. Yeah. It was That's the thing, like, though. Like a, it was more like a reimagining. I'd say. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of people say that it may be like a continuation or or something like that, or like not like an alternate universe. But a lot of people say it's like you know that term everybody keeps like uh, throwing around is a requel, you know, and stuff right. like that. That's what everybody was thinking. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed that one a lot, and I'm really really excited for Evil Dead Rise. Oh yeah, yeah. super yes. excited. Coming very soon. Yes. I just wish they want to put it on the exact same day as Bo is Afraid. Like, who made that decision? <laughs> Dude, it's the, you know, the companies, they, they got to get the competition. <laughs> oh, because I'm a big, I'm a big Ari Aster fan. I'm a hereditary and Midsummer uh, same. Uh, guy. They, same. They put it on the same day as Evil wow. Dead Rise. Like, oh, that man. is. Well, you just have to have a is, double feature. That's all. That's, that's hard on the wallet, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Midsummer was yeah. a great movie, man. I love Ari Aster. I love, I love Midsummer. Yeah, oh, it was a great movie. It's that moved into one of my top ten favorite ever. Oh yeah, awesome movie. That's a movie I can watch over and over again. Love that film. Mm-hmm. Are you guys excited for Scream Six? Anyone excited for Scream Six? I will say yeah. originally no, but now that we're coming to the conclusion of it coming out, it's um, different. Yeah, I'm seeing it. What today's Tuesday, right? So yeah, I'm seeing it Thursday, a day early. <laughs> And I'm excited. I I am excited. I was kind of not watch it. I was like, yeah, I'm I'm over these screen movies, but now everybody's talking about. It. I'm like, I have to now. <laughs> you know, it kind of it kind of sneaks up on you. You're like, oh wow, now that it's here, yeah, I really want to see that. <laughs> yeah. I am more excited about seeing this screen movie than I am any any of the other screen movies from two onwards i think like i think the fact is set in new york because they're doing something different yeah yeah i think the fact is set in new york it's gonna be Mm -hmm. there's so many 
you know, like the subway, the the buildings, the it's, it's New York. I can imagine, you know, why it's. I just think there's some that's such a great playground, you know, that uh, things that they can use mm-hmm. and build it. You know, just to, I think it's going to be fantastic, man. I think it's going to be really good. I'm really, really excited to see it. I uh, did have really, a thought today that. But I tweeted, I said, what, how funny would it be, though, if at the very end, Ghostface gets smashed by the Ghostbusters walking the Statue of Liberty? <laughs> that would be, it <laughs> that would be, be so it would be so fitting. It was so ironic. The Ghostbusters, Statue of Liberty, Ghostface. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really, really funny. That would be, that literally would be <laughs> hilarious. But yeah, they need to do that. The, the, reviews, it, the, the reviews coming in so far, like some of the early reviews are saying it's like way more intense and gory than, than mm, all the yeah. previous offerings. So, yeah, I've only yeah, seen man. that it's more intense and gory. I haven't really read any reviews because I like to go in things mm. blind, especially, Dean, since we're going to be you know doing a review on it. I want to try to stay away from other people's um, thoughts and things so it doesn't get into my mind and me. Yeah, you know, I was be supposed influenced. to be seeing it Friday, but I can't get there till Sunday now, man. I've had an oh, event coming. Dean, in. no. Yeah. I'll fly over and we'll go, we'll go on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, right I've, got, I've, got, I've got an event that's coming at the weekend, uh, so now we can't, can't see it till Sunday. That's so right. I know there's going to go be so many twice. people, so many, yeah, oh yeah, so there's so many people going online, uh, mm-hmm. you know, talking about it and you know, giving all, giving shit away, and I'm like, no, shut up, <laughs> shut yeah. up, I don't know. <laughs> I actually probably can't see it. I, I, I'm just, I know I'm probably going to end up getting it spoiled, um, unfortunately, because I probably can't see it this weekend. But I'll, I'll, I'll do my yeah. best to dodge. Yeah. yeah, you just got to mute everything on all the socials so you don't get yeah, any, you do, yeah, right. anything like yeah, that. That's yeah, the smartest yeah. way of doing it. Um, but uh, Jeff, do you have any like really anticipated um, horror movies coming out this year? Like, is there one that you're really fixated on uh, above all the other ones that are coming out that have been announced so far? Anyway, um, of this year, I would say the big two that I'm really focused on are the ones that drop on the same day, which would be Evil Dead Rise. And um and Bo's afraid if we're counting that a horror movie, it's Ari Aster, so you know yeah, it's going to have some. Sort it could of end like up being full blown horror, but but Evil Dead Evil Dead Rise is definitely up there for me. Um, I think those right now are the big two that I would be the most excited for. Although I am curious to see what they do with The Exorcist. <laughs> Uh, I kind of like let that escape my mind because I just don't know how I feel about David Gordon Green ruining another another movie that I love. (laughs) You You, I feel like you can't you can't say it without like you have to cautiously go. Okay, well let's see. I mean, (laughs) Halloween nineteen seventy is my favorite horror movie. Um, I have. Michael over here behind me, multiple versions of him. I love 2018 and then Halloween Kills. I was like, it's all right for kills. And then Halloween ends. Uh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Only the last 20 minutes of that film. I'm like, that's Halloween. I really, really like that. Dean, I know you and Dan both liked it, right? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm not as attached to that. I, I love the Halloween movies. You I, both I, liked I it? That. Oh, man. Yeah. So I'm the odd one out here. All I, right. Crucify actually, me. The, tw- the, the 2018 trilogy is actually my favorite of the timelines. What the? All right. I'm going to see myself <laughs> out, and I'll see you guys later. But, <laughs> no, I get it, though. I get it. I get why it wouldn't be so. Like, I would be the first to say <laughs> yeah. I, I, I totally understand. Yeah. I, yeah. 
I, I just don't think they needed I, to go past 2018, in my opinion. I can understand why a horror, uh, a, a, like a diehard Halloween fan would would be like, that's not a fitting ending to the whole sort of Michael saga, because it did just literally go somewhere completely yeah. different. But that's the, that's it's, why I liked it because I just it wasn't the same old rehashed. I love Michael I Gibson love the same shit though. Life, Michael goes. <laughs> I'm the crazy Michael one. It's like just give me the same stuff over and over again, and I'll see it like a yeah, sucker. Yeah. Boring, I, I have a I have a that's notorious fun. habit of sounding like the guy who likes everything, which I always say is not true. I do not like every movie I watch. I just like most. Have of you them. seen the remake of Children of the Corn? So oh, I was going to say, don't, don't. <laughs> So I was gonna. Is, I was gonna say so this gonna, before, was, after the conversation. Don't please. I was. I was gonna go there because I agree with both of you. I did like the new Halloween as a big fan of the original because it did something different. I also love Children of the Corn because it doesn't. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm the worst person to ask here because I love me some like the Children of the Corn franchise and. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know it's it's very maligned and uh, but it, it's even I'm the new, for even it. the new one. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. Right, well, oh, we're okay. gonna talk oh, after right, the right. show, Dean. Don't say all anything right, else yeah. right now. Don't say anything. I have not, no, the, no, the, no, no. the last one I saw was Runaway. So. Okay, I've been hearing good things about that one. Actually, a lot of people have been I, resurfacing that and talking about. I it like I like Runaway. I would actually put. I've so told people to check it because you don't need to see anything else to watch it. Yeah, you can go see Runaway. It's actually it's and it's directed by um uh. Uh, uh, John Gulliger, who directed Feast. Oh, okay. Feast movies. Those movies are yeah. nuts. <laughs> That's why I was. Tell- I, I, I was kind of use that as my selling point. I'm like the guy, and he also did. He did Piranha 3D too. But, um, uh, but he did the Feast movies. I'm like, check that one out because it is. It is a good movie with a lot of great visuals, a good story. I don't. Gonna, I'm not going to sit here and say it's like a, a masterpiece. I'm not going to. You know, I'm a lot of you like that. But, um, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a watchable one. Yeah. Okay. But, All right. What, um, what installment would that be? That'd be like the tenth one or the ninth one. Or there's like loads of them. Runaway, Runaway is the tenth one. The one that just came out is the eleventh. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot, and um, but let's just leave it at that. We don't need any more. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, no more children <laughs> of the corn. No more children of the corn. Um, but please go listen to our interview with um Kurt Wimmer and um, oh God. The other actress. Sorry, I, I so many people we've been interviewing. Everybody's name. You've been, you've been talking me. to so many people lately. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, Kate, that's right. Yeah, this, that's the problem. Um, but it's a good problem to have, I guess, running, you know, a podcast that's surrounded by, you know, horror fans and, talking and to directors. So many people, right. It's talking to so many people, making friends. And then when you want to reference mm-hmm. the people you're talking about, you yeah. forget their names. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> it happens, you know. Um, but uh, Jeff, kind of going back onto your, your music and whatnot. Um, where can everybody go listen to your stuff? Um, you can find uh, the the newest stuff. The most the, the majority of the stuff that I post is on my YouTube channel, which is uh, Jeff Whitmire forty seven. Um, I post content there all the time. I also have a Bandcamp page, which I'm uh, hopefully going to get better at updating again, which is just Jeff Whitmire at Bandcamp dot com, um, and that's where uh, my first album is on there. It's where you, you can you can go and you can download and, and buy copies. Um, I have been uh, getting the, the harsh sing- singles up there more often. I will be putting Stabby Road up there. So that's oh, yeah. where you can find those. And that's where you can purchase the album and when it comes out. Hell yeah, man. Awesome. I'm I'm so happy to, to know that you are gaining a lot of momentum and success from what well, you were saying, you know, during the pandemic, you felt like you couldn't be doing it or you shouldn't be doing it or you just didn't know why you were doing it because you saw that there wasn't really anything coming of it. And then, 
boom, it just all exploded. And now you're full force on it. You are constantly posting things and they're, they're all like really high quality for like, for being, you know, a smaller creator for what you're putting out is high quality. I, I love it. It, it makes me smile and, and laugh. A lot of the stuff you're doing, especially doing all like the movie cuts and stuff with all your music videos and whatnot, having people, um, you know, join in with you and all the, the production value too, I have to say is it's really good. Really, really good. So your team and, and you, you guys are, you're nailing it. So I want everybody to go check you out, seriously. And that's why I wanted to bring you on. Not just because you've been you. supporting us and watching the show, but also I want to, you know, our goal for this podcast isn't to just highlight directors and, and actors and stuff. I set out since the very beginning as I wanted to incorporate more of the horror community in here, other podcasters, other um, content creators like yourself, Jeff, or even Dean to an extent, um, even though you're a co-host, but we are, are highlighting your brand, your Dean of the Dead hot sauce stuff and everything else that you're doing on the other side of the pond. Um, so I love having these kind of out of the box conversations, not being uh, here to promote uh, a movie or highlight a movie, but promote somebody's single career and for them to be getting more traction with you know more people to, that will listen to your stuff and whatnot so i'm happy to have you on and i love listening to your shit man it's great thanks i really appreciate that i'm glad you noticed that because we definitely work you know we want to put out the best sounding product and and something that's fun and like as a from day one the goal for me was always uh, um to make to make horror fans laugh. That's what I want to do. I, I I everything I do is a tribute to the horror song that I, to, the, to the song I'm doing and the horror movie. And, and uh, um, as a big horror fan, I'm just I'm just putting it out there for people to enjoy. So I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, keep doing what you're doing, man. And I, I want to see you on an actual <laughs> stage. I want you to go on tour with this shit, man. Mm-hmm. You need to, Dean. You're gonna be the guitarist. You can you can go play for, <laughs> play for Jeff. And... <laughs> That's what I need. I need I need a band because I don't really have a band to do that with so i would need to i need we need to put together a band hey i'm a drummer that's step, that's step one that's step there we I'm go dustin so we, i'm a drummer yeah we got, we got it yeah we got it i'll yeah. get on a plane man any excuse to come to the states dude i'm there yeah <laughs> hell yeah dude let's do it seriously um dean i don't know if you have any um final questions that you want to throw to jeff or anything yeah, like that uh I'm jeff is there anything you want to ask us i know that you listen to the show a lot so i don't know with you listening you're like oh man i wish i could ask him this or something like that because sometimes our guests are like, yeah, I have a question for you, so um, I'll throw it to you. Do you have anything? Sure. Who would be your dream guest? Dream guest? Who would be, if you could pick one dream guest to have on the show, who would it be? Oh, my God. That's a hard one, because we've had so many, like, really big people on. Uh, That's I, true. That's true. It's tough to, yeah. And yeah. especially, like, having Kurt on. Kurt directed one of my favorite action movies equilibrium so having him on it, it smelt really it felt really small at the time because we had a time constraint and everything to, to talk to and we only had to highlight that but um that that was that was really really big but a dream guest a lot of the people i would love to have on are so old now that they wouldn't even know how to go on zoom <laughs> you know um but i would have to say like as a huge, huge um, Halloween fan, it would have to be either Nick Castle or Jamie Lee Curtis. Those are mm-hmm. those are mine. Yeah. What about you, Dean? I've got like five. Well, <laughs> go ahead. Maybe they'll hear this and they'll come on. 
I mean, they're pretty big asks. Hey, hey, you never know. It would have to be a toss-up between Tim Burton. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Bruce Campbell. Okay. Johnny Depp, because I love Johnny Depp, man. That's mm-hmm. a big ask. Yeah. yeah. That's a big ask. He, but he goes, doesn't he like go and visit England? Right? He, like, he comes over there all the time. And you Robert can. England. Robert England. I'm actually, I'm actually, what I'm doing, I'm working on something with Rob Zombie's brother at the moment. At the moment, um, not music related, but just product related. So you never know. The Rob Zombie one could happen. Yeah, right. Dean, um, you, you are our foot in on that one, dude. You keep riding that train. Yeah. But I think you know, <laughs> we, but uh, like realistic, I think Robert England would be a dream guest, man. I'd love to mm-hmm. chat with Robert England. I've met him a couple of oh, times. Yeah. He's really cool. He's so into what he does, you know. He's a real actor's actor, you know. And he's he's very, you know. Do you, you want to um, tell your story again, and that's okay, Dean. You can go. You can tell. Oh, your I don't know, story. man. I've said it so many times. Just on the do podcast. it. Jeff <laughs> needs to hear this. <laughs> I haven't heard it. I haven't heard the story. Oh, you've heard it. No, no I don't say it. it. Oh, it's not really much of a story. No, I met him that's a few hilarious. times. I met him a few times at a comic convention, um, and we, um, you know, I've had a chat with him a few times. His, his wife's actually bought hot sauce from my stand. I didn't even know it was his wife at the time. Then we got chatting, and I was like, "Are you here a weekend?" She said, "Yeah, yeah." My husband's uh, signing. I said, "Oh, who's your husband?" Robert England. I'm like, "What? I just sold you those. Give me, take your money back. You can have it for free." But no, I was, I was walking upstairs um, in the London, London Kensington Olympias, a huge venue. It's got, it was on like two floors, and um. And it was it was packed, and uh, Robert England was kind of sitting over yonder, and I was kind of just just fanboy watching him and like stalking him. Just watching from afar, like you know, just like gazing at my hero, like it's Robert England, just don't sitting fall there. asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then so he, he he like and he he had problems with his throat. He kept coughing. So then he stood up and he and he walked into the nearest toilet bathroom. You guys call it. Um, so my, my my partner was like, go on, go in there. Go in there. You know, Robert England's it. And I was like, well, I do need to go for a slash. All right, cool. <laughs> okay. So I've kind of walked into the bathroom. It's just me and Robert England in the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> and he was sort of like leaning up against the sink and he was staring into the mirror. And he was like going, <laughs> like clearing his throat. And I was like, I don't want to bother him. I don't, I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to bother him. You know, we're, in a, we're in a bathroom here. I'm not going to bother the guy. So I just kind of went into one of the stalls to to do my business, you know. And he's kind of, I heard the footsteps, and he's coming to the stall next to me. And then he's sort of, I heard it like unzip, and then he's taking a, taking a piss as well. And he's like clearing his throat. <laughs> like, Freddy Krueger is taking a piss next to me, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on and then any minute i'm just expecting the glow and he's clearing his throat and you you can hear that freddy you know that right yeah, yeah. i was just thinking any minute now the glove's gonna come underneath the, right. the stool and just grab my nuts or something you know <laughs> it, it didn't i didn't and he left and then i left and none of us said uh, a word to each other but you know we did share that moment where we both took a piss next to each other and i will take that to the grave me man that me, that that shows a, and i get it but that shows a lot of restraint on your part to not say anything that's crazy like i'd be like uh, Oh, I know. I just, you should have just, just like, like snuck, a, snuck a, a Freddy glove under the was, under the stall. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a big Can you pop. sign my lozenge? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
it was a big bathroom as well. It wasn't as if it was like a small right. confined space. So I could have even still given him his space, but spoken to him from afar. But I don't know. I just didn't, it just didn't feel right. You know, I didn't want to kind of, I could tell that he wanted a bit of quiet in just a moment. Right. You didn't, you didn't want to invade that. Like, yeah, space. I could tell. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. His line was so big for people to meet him. And I think I could really see he was struggling a lot with his throat and he was in there trying to clear it. And I, I could tell he just wanted a moment. And he, Away. you know, when yeah. I walked in, he didn't right. even kind of make eye contact through the mirror. He was just in the zone. And I was like, oh, I and I was literally like, oh, and oh, no, no, I'm just going to leave him to it, you know. So, Which is yeah. cool because that's one of those things that I, I think, you know, you think about celebrities is that you're, you're, you're in that mode, but like they're line after line after line after people. And yeah, he probably just wanted that time yeah away. exactly so, I, so I, just, I just thought i'd yeah. respect and you know yeah. give him, you know show him some respect and his lines him. get huge oh yeah they do yeah they do <laughs> yeah yeah they sure do and he's getting older man as well you know he's it's like he's, Tim Curry lines good. dude they're busy yeah. and they're loud and it's warm and it's hot and you know mm-hmm. and he I just sort of give him that minute rather than having another fan hassle him in the toilet as right well. yeah that makes sense yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, I got the story out of this. It's pretty cool. Um, and I've met him a few times and he's really nice. You know, he's really cool. He's just, he just loves his fans. He just chats. He talks, he talks, you know, he loves talking about films. Show Jeff your, uh, your Freddy shrine. Oh, uh, I don't know if you can see it right here. Cause he has a really cool light box. It's like, uh, it's so cool. Oh, that's, that is very cool. There's like a lot of kind of memorabilia in yeah. there. There's like a signed glove and there's some other signed stuff in there. And yeah. So. yeah for, for people who That's... are um, just listening to the audio, we were showing Jeff uh, Dean's uh, light box of all the Freddy stuff. So go watch yes, this on YouTube. Cool. It's so awesome. <laughs> I, I love horror memorabilia. That's another thing that's so great mm-hmm. about being in the horror community or just a horror fan in general. It's like you don't really get this type of stuff with any other genre except for me no like i was action. actually i was actually jealous of your art crispies box right there oh thank you can still go buy it, you can go buy it. <laughs> I, I heard yeah that was really, that's that's cool uh yeah they're really cool and i got the uh the um <laughs> the outwaters uh usb right there i know that we both oh yeah i got all the other the box, stuff yeah. right over here yeah that was really really here. cool and nice <laughs> of them from screenbox and, uh, I, I, and screenbox noticed it too uh when i opened the box i had already Filmed the video for Outwaters, and I pulled out the uh, the missing poster. So I ran downstairs, slapped it up the wall behind here, um, and refilmed that scene so the missing poster would be behind. Yeah, me. so I just reshot that. And they, awesome. they they noticed that like that was really cool. Like yeah, hell yeah. yeah Screenbox has been great to us. You know, um, we have some uh, screeners on the list right now that Dean and I are trying to get to. But um, as everybody knows, Dean's schedule right now is extremely extremely tight. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes they don't get to all the things. Um, I try to, if, if Dean can't make it, I usually try to reach out to um, <laughs> other guests. And uh, Jeff, you're going to be probably on that list now to uh, okay, come awesome. over and fill a spot and, and whatnot. And um, actually this week we launched, well, I launched a new mini episode series that Jeff, I also want you to be part of for a couple of them. We'll work out some dates is I'm now going to be highlighting Two movies on screen box that everybody should watch, whether new, current, mm-hmm. or a possible subscriber. It's called um, Screen Box Essential Picks. Now, they are not like your typical essential things like, oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or, you know, Halloween. It's more of stuff that maybe isn't highlighted as much, um, doesn't get a lot of views or anything like that. 
as the movies I did this week, which was Homebound and Bedeviled, there's like less than a hundred reviews but or anything. Bedeviled, Bedeviled disappeared. I think. I swear it's gone. No, no, that it surprised didn't. me. What? All right, hold yeah, on, guys. I think it's unless it reappeared after like the day after I watched it, it was gone. No, don't tell me that. I mean, maybe I must come out. No, it's still on there. It's still Is on it? there. Okay, okay. That. Oh, you scared me. I'm like, oh my god, I just highlighted that one. Now it's gone. <laughs> It's not showing. It must have. They must have moved on my list because I had just. It should. Be, it would be. The Devil would be back here by Oxhead Village and Awakening and Outwaters, and it's not there. If you search it, it comes up. Okay. Um, what no, are you asking, but, Dean? Um, when it came, when it came out, it's an older movie, right? So uh, twenty. It, on IMDb it says twenty sixteen, and on Screenbox it says twenty fifteen. So there's two right. Bedevils too, though. Yeah, there's one there's from two, the early like two thousands, and then there's a newer one. Right. Um, the one I'm talking about has like a uh, a guy with like a bow tie and like a blue suit yeah. with, a, with a grin. Um, so yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, we see that is a different one because they just had a bedeviled show up that was from uh, uh, Korea that I watched. Yes. Yeah. There's, it was a there's... Korean revenge film, and then it disappeared the day after I watched it. Yeah. It was... So. Uh... But, yeah. <laughs> well, we're clarifying here so everybody knows you know which one to watch, but. Um... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm already confused. I'm already confusing people. See, yeah, like, no, it's all good. It's in the thumbnail, so you guys know which what, what movies I'm talking about. Say, so, yeah, I did Homebound and Bedeviled, and um, every week, either once or twice a week, I'm not, I haven't decided yet, but I'm going to highlight two two movies in Screenbox's library, whether it's an an exclusive. Uh, obviously, if it's one that Dean and I have already like covered on the show, I don't think I'm going to highlight those unless the guest that comes on picks that. But um, that's what we're going to be doing. Um, to kind of push some more people over to screen box. They're very short episodes, like Yellow um, Dragon's Village. Yes, that's that's a good one. That's a really, really good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff coming out. Um, Dean and I have been doing a lot more trailer reactions and stuff like that on YouTube. Yeah, they're fun. They're um, fun. So there's a lot of cool stuff. And obviously, make sure you go in and check out Jeff's stuff. This was a really fun episode. Uh, time went by so fast mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um but uh it's always up working five hours <laughs> oh you know what dean is a skip work for a day it's all good man you need oh to, i need wish i could anyway. i wish we could wind i wish we could wind back and still talk for another five hours man it's, yeah that's the, that's the only problem with this yeah, just play fight. just play hooky tomorrow i'll write you a pass yeah unfortunately i work for myself so <laughs> i could oh that's yeah i'm gonna be it's gonna be hard to fool you Okay. Yeah. I, could te- I, could, I, could, I could technically take the day off, but then it kind we of. We just have to convince up. Dean that he's not Dean. That's all. <laughs> we got to find a way to convince this, him. This is some Fight Club level stuff right here. I'm... Oh, man. So the, one thing, oh, the, man. the one thing about working for yourself is your willpower game has to be so, so strong oh, yeah, on it. Yeah. Otherwise, because I used to, way back in the day, when I liked to drink, I still like to drink, but when I like to drink, drink. I was never showing up for work. <laughs> so now, 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 I, now I actually show up for work and I work for myself. I'm, I'm very, I'm so like kind of on it. I'm like, right. You know, and that's, that's, I, that's my work ethic for everything now is I'm always just like, you know, way more focused. Um, but sometimes it really sucks. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get up for work tomorrow. I want to stay chatting horror all fucking night. But no. Oh yeah, dude. That's right. We're going to get there eventually where we, get paid. <laughs> where we can uh, just do this forever and not have to worry about anything else. That would be good. That would be good. Yeah, that would be good. But uh, yeah. Jeff, um, but yeah, man. this was a great time chatting with you. Um, thank you for yeah, being thank here. You. If you want to hang out for a couple minutes after we end this and we can chat a little bit more. 
Um, Dean, as always, man, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy ass schedule to come and do these little episodes with me and whatnot. Um, man, I love it, dude. You know that. It's, yeah, you don't have to thank me. I love it. <clears throat> well, I have to thank you all the time because I mean, you you're my best bud, dude. Like wow. you, you're my life force. <laughs> I, I love doing this shit with you, and I, I don't <laughs> think I could do this really without you. So uh, thank you so much for for taking your time to come and do this and bring a new light to the show. And uh, Jeff, it was great talking to you, man. And everybody, go check him out, please. Go check out his music. Um, go support him wherever you can. Um, there's gonna be some really cool stuff coming out, and uh, I can't wait to hear more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We're going to catch everybody on the next one. Um, I don't know what we have coming up next, but I'm sure it's something good. <laughs> so keep an, eye, keep an eye out for it and uh, go support Dean if you're in the UK and Jeff everywhere. All right, everybody. We'll catch you on the next one.